0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Tech Educator Podcast. It is Sunday night, June the 2nd, and we are coming to you live as we do each and every Sunday at 7 o'clock. My name is Jeff Bradbury, and tonight on the Tech Educator Podcast, we are discussing iPad apps, and in fact, what apps are going to be good for you in your classroom as we head through the summertime and into next year. As always with me, I have two of my wonderful co-hosts I want to introduce to the show, Mr. Jeff Herb. Jeff, how are you today?
1: Doing very well, Jeff and john good to see you both uh what's new with you guys
2: not much john how are you today i'm great um, i am basking in the glow of summertime <laughs> nice and it's of course been 95 plus degrees
0: here the last couple days how are things in cold. chicago
1: uh cold it's like 55 out
0: wow how are things yeah. down in
2: texas it's scorching as usual in Texas. <laughs>
0: nice. So, Jeff, what's been going on with Instructional Tech Talk? You uh, released a podcast recently, didn't you?
1: Yes. it was, Goodness. Uh, yeah, right. It was a little <laughs> bit overdue. Um, you know, as the end of the school year approaches, there's always a ton of stuff that happens, and therefore ITT was a little on the quiet side the past few <laughs> weeks. Um, but the end of the school year has come, and I'm going to be able to find some great time to write some new articles and put out some more podcasts um, on the summer professional development series that ITT will be doing over the course of the summer. The first episode was released last week, talks about road trip professional development and getting started using Evernote, which is a great way to start organizing yourself this summer for your upcoming school year. And it's going to be that kind of stuff that we'll do in, you know, small bursts throughout Uh, the course of the summer as part of our ITT summer
2: professional development. Nice.
0: And, uh, John, I noticed there's a lot of buzz recently on the Techlandia hashtag. Uh, What's been going on with you there?
2: Well, that's probably just me tweeting all all that I can to the Techlandia hashtag. But we have been interviewing a lot of people. We did Tony Vincent a couple weeks back. We had a great interview with George Kuros as well. And last, last night we just finished an interview with Wes Fryer. And upcoming on the schedule next Saturday, we have Erin Klein, the fabulous one. And I think that she wants a nickname from Techlandia. The fabulous one just came to me, so maybe that's what we will call her. (laughs) And um, then we also have the fabulous Kyle Pace as well for the next week following. And uh, we might squeeze some regular episodes in between if Kurt and Allison can find the time. But they're not out of school yet, but I am. Woof, woof.
0: Very, very nice. And uh, lots of good stuff coming out of there. And again, really, really good shows coming out of Techlandia. Um, please invite any of those people c- to come on Sunday nights with us here.
2: I think well. I think we negotiated off camera real quick. We'll get Kurt on here as soon as possible.
0: Would love to. Okay. And
2: uh, we have a few things going
0: on here. We are, of course, uh, again, June 2nd here, which means that we're 20 days away from ISTE. Everybody's going to be yeah. collaborating down in San Antonio and visiting
2: you in your backyard, John. What are you looking forward to with ISTE this year? There, I mean, there are so many things to look forward to at, at ISTE. Um, I can't even tell you. I'm, I'm going in early on Saturday, and we're, Lisa Johnson and I are doing a three-hour session, and uh, we've got some tricks up our sleeve. Um, there's a new great thing coming out right before EdTech Karaoke that I'm happy to be a part of as well, probably the new best thing thing in educational technology but you have to wait till uh to find out about it then nice jeff what are you looking forward to with isti
1: uh just going i'm excited about the whole experience (laughs) this will be a a first for me so i'm just looking forward to being part of it and just taking in everything that everyone has said is so awesome about the isti experience Nice.
0: So yeah. tonight we're going to be talking about our favorite apps, apps that would be beneficial for you as an administrator, as a classroom teacher, and really just apps that are just really, really fun to play with. And uh, so we want to hear from you. If you are out there watching right now, and we have a huge, uh, healthy audience at this point, um, please check us out at following the hashtag #TechEducator. Educator. And uh, Jeff, let's start with you. What, what what apps are you looking at right now? What What's... What's your app of choice these days?
1: You know what? I've been talking about and sharing and using uh, the app Haiku Deck like crazy. Uh, (laughs) I I seem to be talking about it on my podcast, on other people's podcasts. Uh, I just can't get enough of it. And I'm going to share my screen here so you can get a quick glimpse of it. Um, What it is, is it's basically a presentation tool. And the nice thing about it though is that when you go in to create a new presentation uh you can name it but i'm not going to um let me just show you here real quick just so you have a good understanding of what you have a couple of different options as far as like a layout and mostly those are just themes by like font all the pictures and everything can be totally manipulated by you and that's what's so great about it so no matter which one you choose you go into it you have you know, a couple of different formats, a bulleted list, a numbered list, and it's really designed to make you focus on your images more than your text. And I think that's great for kids and I think it's great for teachers too. You put you know, some of your keywords up on the screen and supplement it with a picture and there's millions of fair use images that are very high res Uh, in their system. They scour the internet for things that are uh, shareable through uh, Creative Commons, and there are some just awesome images on there. So the best part is being able to put some great words with a great image to really get your point across in a meaningful way. And so I've been using it in the classroom. I know uh, students have been using it to create projects, and I've actually been using it to create some of the images that go along with uh, my blog posts. So it's a great app. Definitely recommend it.
2: Nice. Nice. John, have you tried Haiku app? I am a Haiku tech guru, <laughs> Jeff, actually. So yeah, and I do use it the same way. I, I've actually been putting it into my newly developed iPadSammy.com blog, and so if I have links below, I just take a sli- make a slide very quickly and then take a screenshot of it. It makes great pictures for things. We did that for kids at school. They wanted a title slide, and I said, hey, let's use the Haiku deck really quickly. Worked like a charm. The kids really liked it. Nice. John, what app do you want to talk about first? Okay, well, I'm going to go out of order, I guess. And I'm going to share one of my favorite apps. And um, it's going to be called Learnist. And so let's see if I can get there. Okay. So on this one, can you see the screen? I'm always paranoid that my reflector is not working. Nope, you you're, see good. Okay. you're good. Okay, so on this one. Yeah, um, you can log in with a Facebook account or you can make your own. I actually choose – I'm finding nowadays that I choose not to use Facebook to go ahead and do some things. And these are just boards that I've created right here, Um, a lot of them for the Techlandia cast. What people – what I find interesting is we always tell people it's – professional development on the go, but then we're giving out apps and things that people can't really get to. So I'm going to tap on the Tony Vincent one since I'm a huge Tony Vincent booster. And if this kicks in, it seems to not be kicking in with um, with the Reflector app. But if you go in, let's see if I can get there. It will go ahead. Here it is. And it, we can go ahead and put in, there's the video to the podcast. There's um, I put it on my blog. Here's what he talked about for all rubrics. He talked about Remind 101. And so then it will kick in, and it will actually go to the places that we've talked about. So not only does it have kind of a, the show notes, but it also, we link them all together. And if you watch, it'll pop up very quickly, and then it'll give you Remind 101. Now, it's not. sometimes we find it a little bit wonky on um, the iPad. We don't like the automatic kick-in when you're actually looking at it on the iPad for the apps like that right there. But if you go through and do some of those things um, on the computer, it works a lot better. And I've, we were considering, we had taken some feedback and people didn't like viewing it on their iPad as much. But I'll tell you what, it works really nicely on the phone and I like it on the phone and on the computer as well. And they've said that they're really committed to trying to make the app better. And so Learnus is a pretty new site. And I really enjoy It's one of the easiest ways to share our show notes. Nice. Cool. Nice.
0: Let's see. Let me switch over here to my screen. And I do a lot of presentations just like everybody else does here. And one of the apps that I found really, really extremely helpful was this app here called Dual Browser. I don't know if you guys have seen this one here. But essentially it is two internet browsers all at once. You can actually have two internet screens going on. Um, I know you guys can't see this at the point, uh, John and Jeff, but really you can have Google open and you can have the Tech Educator podcast open. So I'll show you a couple things that you can do with it here.
2: You can go to Uh-oh. Tech Te- Chef, for you impersonation right there? What was that? <laughs> <laughs> we always make fun of Lisa because she types really loudly on podcasts. <laughs> so
0: on the top here, I'm pulling up the Tech Educator Podcast, and we'll see if it comes up here, if I can spell and talk at the same time. And... Then at the bottom here, you can pull up TeacherCast or another thing. But it's a really neat app, especially if you're going to be doing some comparisons or if you're looking at product reviews. I've done this a lot looking between, say, two Amazon things that I was looking to purchase. But it's really, really neat. And for whatever reason, it's running slow today. But uh, check it out. It's called Dual Browser, and it's a really, really fantastic app.
2: Cool. John, your turn. Let's go backwards. You want to go backwards? Okay. Okay, so let me go see if we can go. Here it is. Okay, so I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna share one. Now this isn't on the, this is kind of a dual one, but I'm gonna share Tapestry over here. And I actually downloaded this one. And I think it's really useful for, for uh, the classroom because you would use this one, you would have to make the book, the tappable story actually on the computer, but then you can view them on the iPad. So right now you've got this story right here. I'm gonna tap and I'll tell you every time I'm tapping and then it changes. So I'm tapping, tapping tapping, and it goes through, and if you keep going, see how it does that with the, the same thing on the screen? And that's me tapping every time to go ahead and, like I'm like I'm doing a long keynote, but it's, it's kind of cool because I think that uh, it really gets kids to think about their writing a little bit and go ahead and think, oh, okay, what sentence can I make punch out a little bit? Do I want to do a pause here, or do I want to pause here? Okay, and so anyway, there's, this is a really long one, but if you tap, you can see that you can jam right through it. The only thing is you have to go ahead and you do have to make it on the computer first. And I, I do like apps that work with the computer and, and also the iPad app end as I've shown the my two so far that have gone on. Um, but I think, it's re- I think it's really cool. I think it has some potential for even really lower grades. We tried it with first grade. It worked pretty well this year. It's kind of fun to make tappable stories. I hate to say it and I got this one <laughs> from Ted Rosisi, my good friend Allison. Cool. Nice. Jeff what do you got?
1: Okay so this isn't a new app but it's one that's uh, definitely worth talking about because mm. they've made a few revisions to it lately. Uh, Join.me is a great, you know, from years past, they've they've made a great product that allows you to share out to devices. Um, But now on the iPad, you can actually share from the iPad and share out to other devices as well. It's not a one-to-one mirroring, which is kind of unfortunate. Uh, That's the only thing that I would probably want to improve upon, but you can take any file that you have on your iPad and share it to join.me's app like you can when you do the little like arrow coming out of the box. Uh, Join.me is an option if you have the app installed and you know if it's from a pages doc or anything like that, PowerPoint or not PowerPoint keynote, um, you can actually share it out to the people that are viewing your device. Obviously the functionality still exists that you can join someone else's screen as well but uh, the reason I wanted to bring it up is because you can actually present files from your iPad now, and that's something that's relatively new through Join.me.
0: Nice. Is that a free app or a paid app? It's free. Nice. Excellent. Yep. All right, let me pull up my screen here. All right, so the next app that I want to showcase is called Paper. Now, Paper is a free app, but it's one that has a whole bunch of images. And it's always really, really rated high on iTunes. And essentially, it's it's an app for drawing. And let me, I could open you up here. The teacher cast um, paper that I was creating. And basically, the other day, I was standing in the hallway at school and I was designing. What will be eventually the new teacher cast app. But you can see here, you can easily take your pen, you can write on it, you can draw on it, you can change different colors. They give you a few um, brushes to play with here and of course if you want to use more, you can pay for them with in-store apps. But I'll show you here, it's just very, very easy to write in here and change the color and go for it. So, I have a lot of art students in, in the orchestra and, and my cousin is a professional artist and he loves this thing there's unlimited pages that you can work on here you can play with it you can share it you can post it you can link to it you can do everything that you need to with this and as you can see here from this example here you can make some really really neat things so that is called paper and again free app with a ton of add-ons and inserts to that
2: john what do you got all right, I'm going to go with uh one called uh, that I just saw made an update today called Ono oh Fractions. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And that sounds I like, oh, no fractions.
2: Oh, no, and that's what kids <laughs> say sometimes when you have the oh, no fractions. So after you get through their big thing, now here's what here's what I noticed today. They've actually updated it. You could only do the comparison before, so I'll show you that one. But now they've added addition, subtraction, multiplication, and division of fractions, and you can see that it's available for free today, but then you can upgrade now and pay the ninety i I'm more familiar with the My Daughter's a Third Grader, so I'm more familiar with showing you this one, but you have the fractions, on this side so you have to work and you have to say okay well two halves are greater than one half I'm sure and then it'll say correct and then you can also go prove it and then you can go okay I'm going to have to tap this one two and I'm going to have to one two three four of those and then the kids can actually see that the fraction is larger so it kind of helps the visual spatial learner then you hit the next button and you just keep going like this and then you would go it's less than and see how it's cute graphics and all that you're sure I'll try not to miss anything. And then you prove it. So you go one-fourth, and then you hit one, two, three, four, five of those, and it's there. Um, I'm going to go ahead. Let's see if I can back out of it. Let's see. I'm going to quit. So I I noticed the addition. I was trying the addition earlier, and uh, this was before I even knew that I was going to go ahead and show it, but it says find the common denominator so that you can go ahead, and I'm actually dragging down, and then when you catch those two lines together, it kind of helps to show... The cool. found it and so then here's the part where I was having a hard time and it says go ahead and it says add add it all together so you keep the 40 on one side but I'm actually going to have to go down and add this all together and so let me see that's 77 thank you very much oh sorry 67 thank you very much <laughs> it's summertime what do you want and let me see That's I have a hard time with that and then it says correct so I thought that that one was kind of cool, and it's like a new feature upgrade, and I think it just happened today. I just happened to be actually getting ready to use that with my daughter over the summer, and I thought, wow, that's cool. They just updated it. So oh, no fractions. Awesome. Nice. Jeff, what do you have?
1: Here we go. It's called Write About This, and I learned this from... Oh,
2: okay. I'll have to change one of mine. I already have it oh, down Oh, sorry. There. I didn't see that. No, no, that's okay.
1: Got this from the as old, about good it. old Meg Wilson uh, shared this with, I think, both John and I. Um, it's an awesome app, and it's really great for uh, writing prompts. And as you can see, this is the start screen on the app. Um, what I like to do is show people just like the random feature, and you just tap the random button. You'll get an image with a prompt. Would you rather travel by train or by plane? Explain your choice. That's actually a question that I would have a hard time answering. <laughs> um, you know, ask for the title of your writing and your author. It will give you the prompt and ability to respond to it. And it saves it all in the app so that you can refer back to your my writeabouts. You can also create your own by using pictures that you've taken and have saved on your camera roll. Um, you know, there's just, you know, a lot of you can search by category as well, which is kind of cool if you're looking to do something specific in your classes uh, you can drill down by category too so a lot of great options with the uh, right about this app and I think it's definitely something that you know definitely in the uh, lower grades uh, could really thrive on especially if you're in a one-to-one John do you have anything to add about
2: it I would like to say that uh, Brad Wilson we interviewed him for Techlandia the uh, the uh, Co-creator, and he, you know, thought of the idea, and then he got one of his college buddies to go ahead and create the app for him. And we want to give a big shout out. I guess Brad is also going to be working with Wes Fryer over the summer, so we thought that was pretty cool. But um, Brad is going to give me some uh, free apps to give out at some of the sessions. So uh, if you you guys want the, uh, we'll give out, we'll get some from Brad, and we'll give them out at presentations. Awesome. Yeah.
1: Very very nice.
0: Let me see if I can pull up my screen here again. Uh, next one that i wanted to share off is actually a long title. It's called RGBHSB slash hex. Now, what does all of that mean? Well, if you're a developer, if you're a website maker, if you're an art person, if you're a coder, you want to make sure that your colors match up. So essentially what this app does is it can choose a color for you. I'll just throw some random color in here. And not only does it give you the hex number, but you can see here that on the bottom of the app, it actually gives you six choices for colors that match, are complementary, and work with this. I know in creating all of our websites here, it's really difficult. You have a logo, let's say, and you need to come up with another color that goes with that logo to design the website around. Well, I use this app constantly. And not only can you slide the the red, green, blue, and the hue, saturation, and brightness around, but it gives you the hex code numbers, which is invaluable when you're doing app development or website development. And this is a great little app to share with your kids, because not only Again, do you, can you specifically take the one color that you're using, but you also find some complementary shades and colors that go with it. I even tried using this one morning when I was getting ready for work, and I didn't have anything to wear, but this was a really, <laughs> really good app, so I'll uh, make sure that I put the link to it, but the long form is RGB, HSB, hex, and it's, oh, a, it, it's a free app, and it's a really, That's really true. neat little tool for, for developers.
2: Cool. That does sound cool. I could have. Came- I was using something yesterday, and I had no idea what that was, so I just left, let it go because mm-hmm. we could have changed it on that on that um, that widget that for iTunes. You can change the color around if you want. Mm, but nice. I, I had no idea, so now I'll get that and make a cooler one next time.
0: There's a <laughs> few, there's a few apps that are like that that I use for color pictures and and color theory, but by far it's the best. It is universal iPhone iPad, but the the iPad version is obviously with a larger
2: screen real estate. There's just so much more going into that. John, you're next. So, Jeff, when you uh, used it to help your outfit, did you put on 4736?
1: <laughs> Was that your color? <laughs> that, that's how his closet's organized. Uh, that's, yeah, that's
2: how it is. Yes, by, hex,
1: by hex color.
2: Okay, I'm gonna, all right, so this is um, this is my off this, the cuff one then, since I had the write about this down. So, I'm gonna go with Telegami. And some of the people in my school district are really liking Telegami right now, so I'll go ahead and go through a little preview with you but you can go ahead and you can look through it and you can put little characters in front of the things you can customize the background the emotion and you can go ahead and you can make them bigger or smaller or really tall amazon woman really short woman and You can go ahead and record and do some different things with it, and then you can go ahead and share it. And so it's pretty good. And let's see what the share options are again. Uh, Facebook, Twitter, and a message, but you can also save it. And so what I like to do is I like to save it personally and then go ahead and save it to the camera roll. And let's see if I can add some emotion here really quickly oh look she's happy (laughs) oh look oh she just found out that ipad sammy is making fun of her and called her an amazon woman so anyway (laughs) that i think that uh is a cool app that has some potential and remember i'm an elementary teacher so that's why i'm showing all these kind of more simplistic ones but you know i I just kind of looked at what was on my ipad for right now and uh I, uh, Alice again. Allison in Portland shared telegami with me. Look at her go! Yeah, I know she's a good, she's a good apple. Yep. Nice.
1: Okay, here we go. Answer Underground coming up next here from me. <gasps> uh, Answer Underground is an awesome app that gets uh, students questions really fast. That's the whole premise behind it. You download the app, you sign in using Facebook. I think you can sign up using an email address as well if you want to. Um, but the whole idea is that there are groups set up and groups that contain uh, the ability to get an answer about a question that you may have. I was messing around. I set up one for English and literature just randomly because I just wanted to see how it worked. And I actually had someone ask a question in my group. I never expected that to happen. So Mm -hmm. this person asked, when do you know when the colons and semicolons come in? And it's really cool because then I was able to answer um, and say, you know, when you use a colon, when it's best to use a semicolon. I threw some examples in there and posted it. And then I have the ability to mark it academically verified as well. So the really cool thing there is that if a teacher creates a group, they are able to have their students post to each other, ask questions, and have other students respond to uh, the student's original question. The teacher can then come in and verify answers that students are giving to each other to make sure that, you know, the student that had originally posted the question knows that that answer is actually correct that they're getting. So they're not you know, working their homework with something that may or may not be correct. The teacher has the validity to say, yep, this is good to go. So a lot of cool things in Answer Underground. That's the basic thing. Even if you're not part of a group, you can find tons of great questions um, that if you want to help answer them, or you can post a question yourself and get a great answer really fast.
0: Nice. I've never heard of that one. That's a good one. Cool. Alright, so one of the things that I found over the last couple years, um, actually last couple months that's helped me out, is an app from TechSmith called Coach's Eye. Oh yeah. And they're constantly making updates about it. Now essentially what Coach's Eye is, is it gives you the ability to take or use a video on your iPad... And then I'll let John Madden do a little telestrator with it. And I'll show a few things here. Like They've just actually updated it recently to have different videos here. So this one here is somebody from somewhere doing an archery. And I'm sure she does that really well. It shows you some nearby videos. (laughs) But if I click on the video button here, I can actually take some videos and not really good for demonstration purposes here, but it'll actually allow you to take video and um, write on it. You can, you know, you can rewind it, you can fast forward it, you can do a whole bunch of things with it, and it's really, really neat. I've actually been using it recently, guys, because as a music teacher, I have students coming in to play violin lessons and stuff like that, and when we videotape them, I can actually go back and point out where their arm needs to go up and where their fingers are. And it's really, really neat for doing demonstrations like that. Actually, I had a good conversation with them and said, you know, you should give it out to band directors and have them put it on the 50 yard line for their marching band. So that way they see the whole 100-piece oh, yeah. band. And So uh, really, really neat app called Coach's View. Again, not really one of those things I can show you in, in 30 seconds or less, but uh, Coach's Eye, actually. And uh, really, really neat. I have been using it with my kids, and they, they love it because they can then see what they need to uh, improve on and see where they go
2: from there. So Coach's Eye. John, what do you got? Hey, can we just say that TechSmith, I think for my... Uh, money and from my experience they also support ed camps and I think that Techsmith puts out some really good free apps that are out there coaches I is one of their paid ones but they put out ask three as well which is a good free app and they also put out screen chomp and I think that they really support education techsmith does absolutely that's just my just my opinion i've met uh, many of them and they're very nice people I, they've All already right, they 've so. done
0: a great podcast with teacher cast and, and we love we love working with them
2: yeah they're good they 're good people so. I'm going to go with one called Read, Write, Think Trading Cards. So, Read, Write, Think Trading Cards, you can go ahead and put in your name, and you can see it's from NCTE. And you can see some of mine that are in here. And I'm going to show you, I'm actually going to show you a student sample that we had. I just actually plucked it off the, uh, I forgot that I had some folders. But you can go ahead and you can make all these different titles of cards uh, that just kind of get you, you know, thinking about different, a uh, different way to go ahead and study something. Instead of doing a flashcard, you can go ahead and you can hit real person and you can type the name. Here, I'll type my name. I'm a real person, I hope. And um, let's see if it goes next. If it doesn't, that's fine. And so then you can go ahead and you can see over here that you can put in the picture and you can go ahead and do all these things. And there are different share options as well with this one when you go in. And so you can save it to your photos and all that jazz. And you can see all the things that you can put in, the interesting facts and all those things. Now I'm gonna actually share one that I actually just plucked with the use of iFiles off of my shared folder. And so I just plucked a random one. But here's one that a child made of Benjamin Banneker. And this was a third grader. And you can see that it's a pretty cool little thing. And um, we actually had the, the teacher actually printed out all of them from their iPads in color and made a nice bulletin board of, for Black History Month. Nice. So that one is good, and that one is read, write, think trading cards.
1: Nice. Jeff, what do you have? Okay. Well, it's summer now, guys, so we can't Yay. be completely serious at all the time. So in order to give your brain a little bit of a workout but still have fun while you're doing it, my latest addiction, Candy Crush. <laughs> now, don't laugh at me, please, because...
2: It okay, is I, want a to see the, I want to see this
1: one. All right, so Candy Crush, the whole premise is that you have to... It's a, it's a puzzle game, and it's decorated with fun dragons that live in Lemonade Lakes, as you can see here. And the fun part about it is that it's really social, too. You rely on people like Facebook friends to send you lives and to help get you to the next level. Um because they are able to send you a life when you're out of them. You have five lives and they reset every half hour. And so you can't just sit down and play it for 10 hours unless you're really good at it. Uh, The system will kick you out and say, hey, you don't have any more lives yet, come back in a half hour when you get more. Or you can ask your Facebook friends for more. So it's kind of a fun way to have a little bit more social uh, aspects in the game itself. But ultimately it's a puzzle game (laughs) where you have seemingly looking candies and you have to create at least strands of three with them in order to uh, knock them down. And so I'm looking at it and on the spot, it looks like I have absolutely no moves, but you just move them and you have to make it so that all these like jellies go away. The terminology is is hilarious, but the uh, whole idea behind the game is really fun and it's a great stress reliever too. So uh, I promise you, if you start with candy crush you will probably become moderately addicted to it like i have Uh, i am not a big ipad gamer if you want to even call this a game um you're doing very well with it though though, right now because i've become addicted to it so uh, check it out it's a great way to just kind of not think about stuff and be be able to have a little fun doing it too nice so Moving on.
0: Well, I think I'm going to top you on the Candy Crush, and I'm going to do my favorite app to show off at uh, various ed conferences, and that would be called Jello Jiggle It. And what <laughs> oh, Jello Jiggle It yeah. is essentially, it's a free app, and you can take your piece of Jello and you have a you have an assortment of jello you have the strawberry the orange the lemon the lime and don't forget the berry blue um let's see i'm a big flavor of the orange jello here now you've got a couple different options here you can actually record the audio from your ipad or you can have it dance to music that already is on your ipad so i'm going to uh, close here choose on audio and basically, yeah, great. So basically what it does is as you're talking or as it's hearing you, it's going to jiggle and it's going to dance. Now, as you can see here, I don't have music playing, so it's dancing just a little bit. But if I did have music playing, this thing would be dancing all over the place. Obviously, it's 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 it's, it's having a good time right now. And, um, you know, every time that I do little a little. Bit, yeah, it's a little it's having fun now. It's it's. You know they 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 have their own little personality and um, okay it's waving its butt at me right now but you can see it's 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 a neat little app it's it's a free app and uh, that's called Jello Jiggle It and uh, <laughs> I don't know it, yeah. th- this was my Candy yeah. Crush.
1: Can I ask how you determined what its butt is?
0: <laughs> uh, well, look, you were the one that started the conversation about a colon and <laughs> and so. Uh,
2: all right, just that. That might have been a good question you, for Sam with his puppy. You've, yeah, you, right. you've never
0: looked at Jello that way. <laughs> a,
2: there's, there's a tube of Jello. Do a Jello somewhere. Jello has a derriere.
0: <laughs> John, save me from this one. What do you have? Okay, next? Okay.
2: Well, I, I, I'm going to go with your. I'm not going to pull out my silly one. Then we could, uh, we could go all at the, the same time with our silly. Um, Once, But I'm going to go ahead and share one that goes with the travel theme, and it's called Geography Drive USA. And it's one that you can go ahead. And I like Spinlight Studios. They have some kind of cool apps that you go through. John, did something but just
0: happen with your video? Did I just lose it? Uh, not seeing your video on the, on the Hangout screen.
2: Okay, hold on. I can see I it see online it. where I am. Do you see it? I don't see, see it. it here. Okay, hold on. Let me try it one more time. How about that? There you are. Good. Okay. So... This one is card, right, so I'm going to choose a garage. Hopefully they'll give me it, and we will go ahead and play the game. I'll play a new game. And so you're going to visit your first state, and you have to visit your state. You go to Virginia. Just kind of silly questions, but you can go ahead and hit play. Something you can do in the car. What is Virginia's name? I'm going to say the Old Dominion. Correct. Nice. What's the state capital? I will say Fresno. Oh, darn it. It's not Dang. Fresno. The historic triangle: of Virginia, Jamestown, Yorktown, and which other one? I'm going to say Williamsburg. Oh, I got that one. All right. And You're good. You're good at Virginia facts. <laughs> I know, and I've never even been to, uh, to Virginia. So that's what you do with geography. To, and so then, what you do is you go ahead and you win ten dollars. You've got some fuel. You go to the map, and then you can hit one of the connecting states. So then you can go oh, cool. to Kentucky if you want. And so it just and you just kind of dry, just draw. just drag that one over there. And then you hit go, and now you've got your Kentucky states. And see how your fuel goes down?
1: Oh, man, i sure so that would be a blast in the classroom. Yeah,
2: so, I mean, it's just kind of a fun – sometimes I look for apps that were, are just kind of more – I call them consumptive apps that you can just go ahead and use for that quick five or ten minutes. And, you know, at the end of the year, if you're still in school, there's a lot of those five or ten minute lags in between, like, oh, we just had the talent show, or, oh, we just had the end of year award assembly. We've got ten minutes to fill so the, I always like that's a fun fill that's actually educational right. so that's, a,
1: that, that's a great one for younger kids this one that I'm about to share is great for something like that with older kids um, it's called the Guardian Eyewitness app Ooh. and it was something that you know really was not inherently supposed to be used in education um, but it's a great source of writing for people in English classes or probably social studies classes as well Uh, they put up these amazing images, the pictures that they've taken around the world, and you can swipe through them. And what I would normally do is just put them right up on the projector and say, hey, let's do a free write about whatever you are thinking when you're looking at this, what's going on in the picture, stuff like that for, you know, that five or 10 minutes. And then what's cool is when you tap on it, you get some information about where it is, what's going on, and you can get a little bit more information about, you know, how the picture was taken and everything. Um, right from the app itself. So it's really an interesting way to kind of spur some knowledge about what's going on with current events and also have people kind of just interpret what's going on without any words yet. You know, you can always show them what it's supposed to be afterwards, but... Uh, it's a great way to prompt some really cool responses.
2: What are your uh, What are the I see the share square pops up there. What are What are your share options for that one? Then does it just go uh, when you hit that one? Uh,
1: Email, Twitter, Twitter, and Facebook.
2: That's cool. I like that. Yeah, and you can favorite one. it too. Obviously, as yes, well. Yes, you
1: can, and you could just do it as a slideshow too. So you could just let it sit, and it'll go through every. I can't remember what the duration is for each one, but. But um, does it Does it have any pictures of Jello? Well, this <laughs> look kind, This one kind of looks like Jello.
2: Yeah. Where's the butt on that?
1: Alright. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's, well, that's wow, I
2: like that one. I've never I've never heard that's a great picture.
1: Yeah, that's a cool one.
2: Wow. That I like that one, Jeff. Good one. I haven't heard of that at all.
1: Nice. Thanks. Dan.
2: So my next app has to do with
0: ISTI. And the fact that we are all going to be going down to San Antonio and meeting each other and making contacts and making connections. And don't we all just love it when we have 150 different business cards all at the same time? And what do you do with them? And so there is an app called Prospect Snap. And what Prospect Snap does is it actually will merge in with your... Um, email program, whether it be AWeber, Constant Contact, MailChimp, and iContact. Now, this doesn't necessarily have anything to do with like meeting a friend and getting a business card, but it's really about growing your newsletter, growing your feedback. So I have already signed into my AWeber account and I can basically use this, say I'm sitting at a booth or say I'm meeting people as I'm walking through the convention floor. I can actually have them through the iPad or the iPhone, give me their name, their email, their Twitter, everything that I usually ask for when I do stuff at the TeacherCast booth, and automatically, whether I'm online or not online, um, it will sync up to the AWeber server once I get back to my hotel room or once I get back under Wi-Fi, and it's a great way for businesses and others to gain subscribers, gain followers, gain people onto their, into their email newsletter. And I've been using it a lot, and um, you know I've been using Aweber now for over a year. I think it's a great service. I know other people are using things like Mailchimp. It certainly does all that stuff. Um, but it, it, try it out, Prospect Snap. It's it's a really really neat app, and certainly something I'm going to be using around uh, at, at ISTE next.
2: Geez, 22 days. Hey, so can you tell what what's? I don't know what Aweber is. What's what is uh, Aweber?
0: Aweber is is an email marketing and newsletter app um, service. Actually, think of it as Mailchimp. It's just another version of the same thing. Constant Contact. Um, I like Aweber a lot. For me, they're they're local, but that doesn't mean anything because it's online. But it, it really, really is a neat service that, um, like I said, I've been using for a while now. I think my newsletters. A couple thousand people at this point um, it's, it's really really nice if you go to any of the teacher cast pages you'll see a sign up for our newsletter I certainly encourage anybody to do that um, I don't spam and I think I've only done like three or four newsletters in, uh, throughout the year but I always put out um, you know when apps of mine and stuff like that are going on discount so it's a, it's a neat little way to communicate with people and well, uh, cool. the tech educator podcast actually has an AWeber subscription too by the way
2: oh I need to subscribe then
0: Yes. We have two people that have signed up for that. <laughs> oh, well hey, we'll we'll double we'll get to 3 real so, quick. So every, every every time the tech educator puts out an email newsletter, I know about it.
2: <laughs> John, what do you got for the next one? Okay, I'm going to go ahead and let me see. I'm in between. All right, I'm going to show this one first. I have two on the screen. I'm going to show one that's been kind of a favorite, which is VideoScribe HD and you go in, and you can get some different, well, uh, hopefully it comes up. And uh, what you can do is, when you ever see those common craft videos where they draw like this, and they're kind of uh, those little things, I've got some that I've already made, so I'll show one of my one of my other ones off. But what you can do is, you can basically, uh, here I'll go back to the create button very quickly, but you can go ahead and you can pick what you want to go ahead and draw. So you can say, start by adding an image to the work area. Okay, well, so let's, look. let's go ahead and look and see. I can put whatever text I want in there. I don't know why I always default to my name. You can make it bigger or smaller or whatever. You can move it around. And uh, it's just a way where you can go through and you can... Let me see if I can get back home and show you one that's actually... Yes, I don't want to say that. But you can go through and just see some different things. Now, let me see if I can get one to actually work here. This is one I just did as a demo for, the, um, for one in, uh, I think it was, I was in New Orleans for that one. And so you pick out the clock, and then it will go through, and you can actually make it go faster or slower than you want. I probably made this one go a little bit too slow. But so you can get there and it'll draw the clock, and I just said, this is something I'd put for my kids in the morning, because I'd be like, hello, now, time to get to work. Work your little, little tushes off. And so um, it's just a cool little way to make some different videos. I think I even made part of my uh, Apple Distinguished Educator video with this one early on. And uh, we all know how that that's not really... <laughs> a well, well okay. maybe that
0: was an omen right there.
1: Yeah, right. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> okay. <laughs> My Mine will be, as we wait for John to come back in, um, Explain Everything. Explain Everything is a fantastic app. I was able to talk to Rashawn Richards, the creator of the app, on my show. Uh, And I just wanted to show, I mean, there's so much you can can do with the app that it's really tough to go through it in the amount of time that we're actually allotting for each of these. But I just want to show you, you can do recordings of your screen string them together and make a movie, export And a lot of teachers are using this for the flipped class model. They're using it to be able to annotate their notes and be able to put it up on their class website or share it out to their students so that the students can be able to have a resource to refer back to um, after they're outside of the classroom. So I did this while John was talking about his last one. It's really easy (laughs) to to create um, a quick little video using you know a pen and a backdrop if you want. You can upload new images. Once you've done that, you have the ability to export that video to so many different things. You can move it, do it to your movie camera roll, you can put it up to YouTube, you can put it in Dropbox, Evernote, Drive, or whatever the heck that thing is. Uh, probably another web dev server or something like that. Um, but web you can devs. do, yeah, web dev, cool. Um, but you have just a lot of editing constraints and the ability to do different slides. You can import your PowerPoint slides if you're ready to spruce up and stop displaying PowerPoints like crazy. Uh, I'm sure your students would appreciate that, too. So check out Explain Everything. Really cool. App.
2: So the new update looks way, way more confusing <laughs> to me. I have to, I have to really look at that because I knew that I looked at the new update. But that what you just showed there looks really cool.
1: Oh yeah. The the new update is far beyond what they've uh what they've they done like, in the past. They like yeah. ramped it up a notch. Wow. Big time. Big yeah. time. Nice. Yep. And uh,
0: we have a healthy audience right now. If you would like to share your uh, apps or you'd like us to uh, discuss any of the apps that you use out there, please uh, tweet us. We are at Tech Educator is our hashtag right now. And uh, we do have a healthy audience right now. So we're going to give out all of our call signs in just a few minutes. But uh, if you are out there watching, we'd love to hear from you and use the hashtag Tech Educator. We love it when we get some feedback from the audience. Um, Hi, audience. Want to share with you an app that I hope that all of us are going to be using at ISTE when we see each other, guys, and that is the Air Hockey app. Now, what the Air Hockey app allows you to do is to waste a lot of time at a restaurant when you're waiting for your food. And it's for one player or two players. You'll think about that one later. And I'm going to just do a one-player game. I'm going to go easy because I don't want to embarrass myself. But essentially, it is an amazing air hockey game, all with features and sounds. And you can see there that this computer scored on me. But the neat part is if you and somebody else, let's say, also waiting for their food at a a restaurant... um, have the air hockey on them and you guys can wirelessly play you can actually do this between two iphones two ipads and there i'm tied up and uh yeah i would certainly try this oops i'm now losing two to one so i'm gonna stop this now but yeah definitely check it out it's just from uh but it is air hockey really really cool game John, uh, why don't you take a couple seconds to finish what you were talking about before and then hit your next (laughs) app.
2: No, I just said, that must have been all my Apple products because I said uh, I use VideoScribe for my ADE video, which we know that was a miserable fail, so (laughs) I don't know if that's a ring endorsement for VideoScribe, but I think it's pretty cool and it would definitely capture the kids' attention. Nice. And uh, while we're at it, I think Jeff Herb will agree with me. Go Blackhawks as long as we're talking about it. Yeah, right? <laughs> um, all right, so I'm going to show my fun one now. Here we go. You're ready to enter the world of Samuelson with Toka Band. <laughs> and Toka Band is really fun. I love all the Toka Boca apps, I think that they're tremendous. They've actually updated this one too. Um, this one is basically I mean, I don't know if you can hear the sound at all because it's basically a singing one, but you hit play. And then what you do basically is, it's really good for little kids, is each one of these guys will do a little instrument then. And so she'll start singing. John, can, can, you, you, refresh no?
0: can you refresh? There you, are. There you go. Okay. Had, had a video sure. leg.
2: And so anyway, I don't know if you can hear that or not, but then if you move this guy up, he's like the little rapper dude, and if you move him onto the center one, they go like, come on, fight the power, fight the power. To the beat, y'all. To the beat, y'all. And so they've added this now, which is good. And then the winch is... Wicked, come on Yes, yes, (laughs) y'all Fresh And so then you can scoot him back down And then if you put him over here on the second one He'll just sit there and do the thing And then you can put the drummer guy up there And then you can go ahead and drum with it So anyway, it's really fun for um, My son Because uh, my son who's autistic Loves that one Nice. Uh,
1: Bye, John So
0: we do have some people watching as uh, John comes back in. Um, We have at C. Steffens who says uh, hello to us. So hello back to that. And um, we also have one here from Benetta Kasten who says she loves iMovie. And uh, Jeff, what do you think about iMovie? Are you a big iMovie person?
1: Uh, I love iMovie. I've used iMovie a lot on the computer. I really, to be honest, have not used it a ton on the iOS, um, and that's just because whenever I have an instance to use iMovie, I need to do something that's a lot larger scale. Yeah. Um, But I could see it's absolute use in the classroom if you're just doing like a little group project real quick and you want to record directly into iMovie, edit it real fast, and then be able to present it. I think it has a huge use in that kind of uh, aspect as well. John, have you seen it used that way?
2: Oh, yeah. I love, I love iMovie. I make all sorts of iMovies all the time. It's one of the easiest things for teachers that aren't as comfortable in the classroom, and we had one-to-one iPads this year introduced. For the teachers that weren't as comfortable, iMovie is the one that starts to get them hooked, and then they can move on. Nice. Uh, Jeff, what's your last one?
1: <sighs> Got to go with Evernote. Uh, It's my go-to when I'm talking about apps. It is phenomenal. I'm going to give you a quick piece that a lot of people don't know about Evernote, which makes it really beneficial. I do not like taking notes on a device. I really don't. I still like handwriting, but I always want those notes to become digital, digital and searchable, and that's exactly what Evernote does. For instance, you can see Locker Procedure is the first note in the upper left of my thing. In no way does it talk about... Uh, the person that's in it but I know that the name Bridget was mentioned in my notes so I can search for that. Locker procedure will still show up because Evernote has conveniently digitized my handwriting and you can see that Bridget does show up in this note right here and Evernote knows that because it will optically recognize my handwriting so it's a really great way to be able to still take your own notes in meetings scan them into Evernote and then Evernote will digitize them so that you can refer to them later really easily.
0: And how did you get that in there? Was it by taking a picture or through an actual scanner?
1: I've done uh, multiple ways. I've done pictures and they work great. And I've used, uh, you know, all of our copy machines at work have scanners that can scan directly to our email and I'll just dump it from my email into Evernote. Um, and that's just as easy too. So. I've done several ways of getting content into Evernote and each of them have been, you know, really really great. So Nice, big fan of Evernote. If you haven't noticed, I have um,
2: I have one really quick uh, for you too that we talked about last night. There's two sites that you might not have seen. One of them is called Pistache.io, where you can take your Evernote notes, and if you just tag them, they will go to a like a webpage, so you can keep it like a blog. And then really. Kurt was also yeah, and then Kurt was also talking about this one called, uh, it's at myn. So it's at my Evernote, so E-N. Mm -hmm. And what I did today was I tried to connect both of them. So I tried and I found a favorite tweet from Sue Gorman. I sent it to my E-N, it went to my Evernote, and then I just tagged it. And now it can create a timeline of all my favorite tweets. You know how kind of if this and that left. So I was trying to get them to work together, just a little... Just a little uh, to do. You can put that on the list, Lee, too. Nice. Yeah, that's great. That's great.
0: All right, my last one is from one of my favorite EdTech things Um, it is the KidBlog app. And let me pull this up here. KidBlog, uh, we've talked about this an awful lot on TeacherCast, is is an amazing, amazing free tool. And recently they brought out their brand new KidBlog app. And the reason it's awesome is because it really puts blogging in the hands of your kids in a mobile device. I mean, imagine taking your kids out on a field trip or around the classroom or even outside around school and they can now use their blogging Anywhere that they want to. Um, It's built on the same platform that the WordPress app is on, I believe. But here is the view. You can actually take a look at all of your uh, kid bloggers. You can have your kids write a new post. You can have them look at different comments. You can view the site, and you, of course, have full administrative access on here. It is really, really neat. It really, really shows you the power of KidBlog and what the power of WordPress can do in an educational classroom setting. It's free, and uh, it is really, really nice to have. And my kids have been using this app for a while. As you can see here, they have had, wow, 8142 views this year alone on their blog. So uh, really, really neat stuff. And that just kind of shows the power of what uh, PLNs and and blogging can do for, for students. So really, really neat stuff.
1: Nice. Very cool.
0: Guys, 16 episodes. Uh, We have a few more between now and ISTE. So, of course, if you're out there watching and listening to this podcast, this is Tech Educator Podcast number 16. You can find us at techeducatorpodcast.com forward slash 16 to find all the videos, the list.ly, and all the show notes with links to all these great apps. Jeff, what do you have this week coming up on Instructional Tech Talk?
1: I'm looking forward to doing another episode of our Summer Professional Development Series, which will be a good time. Um, I'm also going to start kind of sharing out and uh, further developing a project I've been working on. Uh, We'll kind of share a little bit about it right now. Uh, It's called LearnOnTwitter.com, and it's a great resource for educators to learn how to use Twitter and to set up an account um, and to be able to share that website with other colleagues that are not on twitter yet and i'll give them a step-by-step process on getting on twitter and being able to interact with all the great content that's being shared on there as well
0: nice learn on twitter.com that's a neat one cool john how about yourself what's going on with the techlandia crew
2: Well, as we will have our interview with Aaron Klein coming up, and I guess I will do a little quick reveal also that I'm partnering up with Matt Gomez, and if you like this app show, we're going to do one, and it's called No App Left Behind, where we will do an audio uh, five-minute review daily and then we will also use the reflector app and we will also post the video for it as well so you can kind of learn how to use the app so that one's called no lap left behind me and matt b gomez from kinder chat
0: nice and of course you can remember matt was on our show was it last uh, last time episode 50 or is it two weeks ago
2: yeah, it was, it was the same one. Two weeks ago, episode 15. Nice, nice. And lots
0: of great stuff happening on TeacherCast this week. I just got done, uh, before this show, recording a podcast with a great app company called App Shed, which actually for free allows you to create as many apps as you want for as many mobile platforms. And they were he was showing us how it was working on Blackberry and, and Android and apps and all those different things. And uh, I want to give a shout out right now to at F.A. Squire, who's of course- course been watching all of our great shows and uh, thank them thank him and thank everybody out there for listening on behalf of john samuelson jeff herb and our other co-host sam patterson i want to say thank you guys all for listening to the tech educator podcast again you can find out all of our great archives on tech until next week at seven o'clock we will see you have a great week and enjoy the summer weather everybody